Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we are talking about the connection between ETs, extraterrestrials, and dormant DNA. My guest today is here to also talk about our star families, the starseed codes, and our galactic community. Lori Spagna is here to share her wisdom and her own personal story with us here. I am so pleased to welcome back Lori Spagna to Quantum Conversations. Hello, sister. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Loren. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. We were just chatting that time has gone by this great shift has been underway since we spoke and a lot has been going on and one is all of us learning to share our experience no matter how out there they may seem the time now here we are ahead of 2020 and the time now is to share these experiences so Lori we're going to start out right there with you and I'm going to have you talk about your inductee, abductee experience with ETs. That's a fascinating story. Yeah. Well, at that time when that happened, I was living in Maui. And this is all, I think that year was probably 2006 because that's when I moved there. And it happened very early, very early in my awakening process. And mm-hmm. um, I, I lived on a golf course, and everything back then in Maui would kind of close at 9 o'clock at night. So mm-hmm. I would be up late at night, and I would meditate on the golf course at night on my porch. And I remember at that time seeing this, you know, it looked like a star moving in a very circular motion. But it was not a um, – it was a light shift. It was not a um, – star I mean and it wasn't a satellite and it was responding the fascinating thing was it was responding to my thoughts so I was mm-hmm. I was like asking it are you are you a ship 
I was so innocent and naive at that time in terms of all the 2012 shift. Uh, I was at that point, I was just, you know, a dog trainer, animal communicator, a healer, like I was doing Reiki, but I hadn't woken up yet to the whole ascension, to the shift, to that part of my work. I was already in the esoteric. So I just started asking, but I wasn't even asking thinking I would get a response. It was my own thoughts. Anyway, it didn't take long for them to start responding to my thoughts because I was asking, like, if that's real, can you just move for me, drop down, go left? And it was responding. So I was in a state of amazing shock and amazed amazement, you know, like amazed balls. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at that time, I just remember asking very naively, what can I do to be of service and how can I serve? Like, I, my, I, my belief system at that time was they were here to help us. Mm-hmm. So from that place, I was teletransported, plasma-like teletransportation onto the ship. I had free movement within the whole experience on the ship. I was somehow activated. Like, I was in a room, and I, there was, like, those um, sort of beds that you hear about that looked like, to me, it looked like, it felt like um, what you get a massage on, a massage table. And I was mm-hmm. on that bed. That's where I was teletransported. And there were all different beings around. A lot of them looked recognizable to me, even though I couldn't necessarily tell you who they were. But they felt recognizable. And anyway, I got I got all activated. It was an activation. And after mm-hmm. that, because I was on there for a while. I'll say a few more things. Do you want to hear a few more things about it? Yes, absolutely. No, we love it. It's okay. We're hip with it. Yes. <laughs> all right. So I was there for quite a while. I remember feeling like very dozy, like I didn't really know entirely what was going on. I didn't get it. And so I remember at one point like walking through the ship and doors, sort of like Star Trek, they were just open for me as soon as I stood in front of them. I remember mm-hmm. walking down the hallway and there was like um someone with all cameras watching everything with computer cameras. So everything was being monitored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a male figure. And I now can identify him as Palladian. But back then I could not have identified that. Um, and then I remember I was walking through a very long corridor. There was another almost like a stadium space that opened up. And when I came through, there was a female who I also recognized but didn't know. And... Mm-hmm. She, she, I asked her, where, what is this? And she said, this is where all of our children are. This is where we bring all of our children. And she asked me, would you like to come through? And I said, no, I want to go home. So she said, that's fine. She asked if she could implant me, which I didn't understand. She gave me an implant in my wrist. I didn't like that very much. But at the time, I didn't understand it. I didn't know. Okay, so you so, you were under the um, experience or the impression that it was Pleiadian, right? Because you had that thought, or or were you? you right? I wouldn't have even but, identified that back then. I didn't know uh-huh. what was going on. I didn't mm-hmm. understand. So I didn't want to go in where all the children were. I I heard that's good. I remember hearing that's good. You know, like I wasn't meant to want to go there, but I was one of their children. I was the child. So. In a sense, it was like the merging of my version of who I am now with the merging of who I was. So I call myself a braided star seed. Okay, so you okay. So you were once a child on that ship. Well, of or, that lineage. Of that lineage. Of that lineage. Okay. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So what happened through that experience was the integration of my future version me, star mm-hmm. self, with the human version of me that had all that life experience on planet Earth up until that time as a, as a regular human. And the seed was just the integration of the two. So I call myself a braided star seed because I was seeded here from birth to have that yeah. moment in time to remember who I was and reclaim the future star version of me at the right time. And so just to finish that story, what happened was I didn't have any of that knowing in that moment. I didn't understand any of that in that moment. But I do remember afterwards saying, no, I want to go home. But I identified as human. I understood that that was a good thing that I wanted to go home. So home to me was earth. In other words, whatever they did in that moment, they knew that that was the validation that they had done it right. I wasn't identifying as the star person. I wasn't meant to in that moment. I was meant to continue to identify as a human version. So I walked through the corridor again. I stood in front of this this sort of elevator-looking-like doors, and I said, I want to go home. The doors opened. I was immediately teletransported back into my home on the porch. In my, actually, it was at this side, inside my house, actually. And I remember being like, what the F? Like, what just happened? I didn't know. And that's how it was for a long time. I kept asking, what happened? What happened? What was that? And I kept hearing, you'll know when the time comes. You'll know when the time comes. And I was told that over and over again. But very soon after that was when I started doing DNA activations. Nobody ever taught me. I didn't really ever hear. I just started doing it on myself, like intuitively, like I'm supposed to activate this dormant DNA. And I didn't even know what I was doing. It wasn't learned, but I just started doing it. See, I find and then that I so started inviting friends. Yes. Yeah. Then I okay. started inviting friends, like, okay, let's do this together. Like, I don't really know. Tell me how it is for you. And mm-hmm. they were getting it. And yes. that's where it launched from. Yeah. Ooh, okay, so we're going to talk all about the star codes and and this DNA activation because we are all going through it, whether people are aware of it or not, but our consciousness and the awareness of that through our consciousness, we can steer it and activate it even more. And really, as long as everyone's hearts are open, that's where the activation comes from. We're going to talk more about that. I want to go back to that experience were you, so you were out under the stars in Maui on the golf course, on your porch, and do you feel that it was a physical teleportation or was it a, um, your consciousness going into the ship? No, it was physical, but okay. not physical the way we experience it. It was physical, what I would like, call a plasma-like state. Okay, so like in a trance, my, or maybe you were tell you were bilocating. Well, I wouldn't even yes, definitely bilocating, but it was plasma. So you understand plasma. these most of these. I know you know this. Most of these beings exist in different dimensions of reality, mm-hmm. extra dimensional, and those dimensions okay. are not as dense. They're not as physical as ours is. So the physical experience in those realities is more. We could call it crystalline, but certainly plasma-like. So what is plasma? What is that? It's like a kind of a gooey sort of physical, light, crystalline, effervescent, but at the same time, 
heavier than effervescent, but it includes that. It's like plasma-like. So mm-hmm. I, it was real. It was not a dream. I wasn't dreaming. I was awake and aware. But the entire experience was so bizarrely, strangely altered because it was never anything I had experienced anything like that before. So the mm-hmm. best way I can describe it is like a plasma kind of gooey. And, you know, it's funny. A couple of months ago, I remember, I don't know if it was months ago or I don't know. I was um, when it was. But anyway, I was doing looking at something on YouTube about, I think it was Bigfoot. Because I'm mm-hmm. in Mich- I'm in Minnesota here right now. I'm literally in the town oh. of Bigfoot, where <clears throat> they call it that. Yes, the beautiful Sasquatch. I was doing, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I was doing some research on it, and there were some videos on ETs of how some of the ships left behind, like, this plasma-like gooey stuff. And I thought, isn't that fascinating? I never learned that until I just saw that in that video, but that is kind of what it was like. Yes, do they call? Okay, so I've talked with others. Uh, Judy Beebe, she actually met Valiant Thor from Venus when she was a child. And she mm, recalled seeing the interesting, she calls it angel dust. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like a plasma. I mean, that's a crystalline. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, it really is. Okay, and this is what we talk about with disclosure. It's the disclosure of this information. And, Lori, even 10 years ago when you and I met, we were not talking about this, right? It was like, yeah. I mean, and so now more and more people are sharing these experiences. I find it really fascinating. And so what was, I, I mean, and the, and the super fascinating thing is that here you just started doing something. It was like this knowingness. It was like some gifts were revealed, and you took the step to unravel that gift, and you just began doing it. So was that experience for you to work with this DNA with humanity? Well, let me say, because it was all new, it wasn't something I was learning in a book. It's not like I could go out and start talking about it right right away. It's like a lot of people who are waking exactly. up on their journey, wherever wherever we are, whoever we're around, those people who we're around in that environment and community where we're around, typically, if you're getting something this radical and this new, they're not attuned to it. They're a version of who you were, not a version of who you're becoming. So... Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have it, and I was in Maui. I didn't have anyone to talk to about it anyway, really, except the few local people that I would practice um, healing circles with and stuff. So it wasn't like I was about to start teaching that stuff initially. And even in the years that followed, as I started unpacking it and learning it in a more professional way, like when I say professional, in a way with mastering my own expertise on it, I wasn't talking about it for a while anyhow because it took more time to really make sense of it. Plus, even when I started doing DNA activations in the early years, and this is fascinating too, because I have recordings of me doing DNA activations 12 years back, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years, at least 10, 11 years ago. Back then, when I started doing them, they were much more generic. It was like, okay, let's activate this dormant DNA. What codons are ready to be activated? But they weren't identified. It wasn't until I got into way deeper into it many years later where I started to be able to identify very specific codes that I now call sacred key codes. 
So those are even, to me, at least in my journey, they weren't even accessible to me in the earlier days of activating because I had to get much deeper with mm. the work. Make sense? Yes. Wow. Amazing. Quite a journey. Yeah. I just honor yeah. you for listening to the heart and knowing what you know and trusting that, Lori. That's the key right there. And, yeah, and well, thank not you. having I mean, any fear, right? Not having any fear, just knowing it and sharing it. That's what we talk about yeah. with all light workers thank now. You. It's really time to share, right? So that's cool. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, no, you know, I did have fear on the way, though, but I just was moving through it. I mean, I think we yeah. all have fear on the way. Like, there were times, mm-hmm. even in the earliest, I'll never forget some of the earliest activations I did with strangers who I didn't know when I started doing, I started off with, I would call them manifestation and healing circles. We, we would do yeah. DNA activations. At, initially, I was afraid to offer them. And uh-huh. what my guidance was saying is, no, you're meant to offer this. Give this to these people. Let them say yes or no if they want it. Explain it exactly how we're explaining it. So I was translating what I was getting. And that's still what I do. I translate what I get from the non-physical realm. I explain it as clearly as I can, what it is, what I understand it to be, and what these people are going to get if they say yes. And animals, too, by the way. We do this for animals. I do it for animals, too. But I always have called myself a translator, and this is what I love doing the most. This is what I've always loved is accessing information and energy from the non-physical realm that's completely unknown, from the unknown realm, and translating it for the for our reality, which is the known realm. Everything in our reality we know. It's already known. I mean, you as an, as an individual might not know it, but it's known. If it's here, it's known. What I'm doing is accessing the unknown and bringing it into the known as a translator. That's what I love. And that's why these codes are so valuable. This is why it's so important because this is unknown information, uh, previously unknown to us in terms of linear time anyway, and, mm-hmm. and previously inaccessible to us because we have to get to certain frequencies of consciousness to even access this information and energy. So oh, so by wow. my translating it, I'm helping people to elevate into these frequencies and therefore awaken it within them, and then it becomes known to them too. This is how we expand consciousness. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so witnessing how that translates in each of our lives is a fun journey too. We're going to mm-hmm. take some callers' uh, questions, some questions coming in. Can you... Um, I know you work with individuals on this, so, and you've got lots of recordings that people can work with. Uh, in our program today, will you have a moment to share a, an activation for the group? Oh, yeah, we can absolutely do that. And we can do it based on the group requests and, you know, the, what comes yeah. up for the group. And mm-hmm. the other thing, too, I, I definitely love doing calls. I just want to think, because some of these codes, let's let's talk a little bit about the DNA. And yes. I know that this community is very well-versed in the DNA, right? This is a very progressed community. Um, but just for understanding, our first two, we know our first two strands are the records of our ancestors. And the markers on the first two strands are always records of what ancestors either played with joyfully, in other words, in alignment with, with the divine, 
even if it wasn't identified as that. In other words, if you've got a marker for beauty and you believe yourself to be a beautiful woman, regardless of what anyone else thinks, or if you just internally feel beautiful and your physical representation is beautiful, you've got a marker for be- beautiful genetics, let's just say, whatever, whoever defines beauty is, right? That's just an example. That mm-hmm. means your ancestors already identified beauty, and that marker is aligned with the divine. You are a beautiful being. Your ancestors knew it. You took on that inner knowing. You exhibited it in your physical reality, and your perspective is aligned with the divine. Okay, great. If you've got a marker in your first two DNA for something that's out of alignment, two first two strands with the, with the divine, out of alignment, that marker will indicate some form of dis-ease. So we, we already know that, right? And every marker in the first two strands is simply a marker where your ancestors didn't claim the gifts of that of that entire alignment with the divine. So let's say, for example, diabetes is a marker. In the first two strands, the ancestors did not claim joy, sweetness of life, the enjoyment, the sweetness of living. Uh-huh. And that marker is there for you, whoever you are, to claim those gifts. But you don't just claim them through the intellect. <laughs> no. To clear it from the DNA, we have to embody all of the of the consciousness of the divine associated with that marker so that then it can be cleared and resolved. And then the marker completely gets removed from the DNA. Of course, maybe science might not validate that, but it's true. Right? Yes. So, so that's, a, that's the first two strands of DNA. Now, the other ten strands, which are have been we know identified as dormant, which now we know are not dormant. Of course, that was 2012. Credible science, you know, started identifying, oh, it's not dormant. Why Why in 2012 did credible science start identifying that it's not dormant? Because star seeds were activating DNA for years prior to 2012. And by the time enough energetic became in the known realm, science was ready to say science was able to validate it. But that's the work that star seeds we were doing behind the scenes for years, right? Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Okay. Now, and we know there's more than 12 strands. Of course, we all know that here. But nonetheless, now science just recently, just in the last three months, four months, identified four more codes in the other strands in, in, the, in the DNA, four more codes. Why is that? Because we've been activating the codes. We have been, we, starseeds, lightworkers, activating these codes within us. So now science reflects it in the physical world. It's picking up the, the results of our work in the physical, validating it. It's not science that comes first. It's not the physical world that comes first. It's the non-physical, right? So, mm-hmm. okay. I know you know all this. So, no, it's fascinating. And you speak so greatly about it. So mm -hmm. It's just so exciting because we're still activating codes. We've barely begun to scratch the surface. But what's so brilliant of it is that when science says it, that's when the mainstream gets to really, now they get to get the benefits because they're still in the belief systems and mindsets that science has to validate it first. So fine. The fact that science is validating it now is a trigger for the what I call third waivers, those who are still 
but not as into this, not a, not conscious yet, for them to start awakening, right? Which we know that's a 2020, year 2020 marker point anyhow. But that said, coming back to the DNA, these other 12 strands that are now being more fully activated and now being validated with new codes, new markers, that's what we're talking about. These are where the sacred key codes lie. And this is where the star code markings lie. These are the gifts of our so-called that are that we pass on to our descendants, and they're the gifts of our star family races, and they're the gifts from the divine that we get to awaken. So while we're at once simultaneously healing the wounds of our ancestors and claiming the gifts that they did not claim in the first two strands, we are simultaneously awakening and activating the gifts of our descendants and the future versions of us. It's all coded in the DNA. Make sense? Yes. And so how would you know what codes you're activating or yeah, claiming? Well, that's, the big, like, that's, that's the big thing. Um, it's just sudden, a yes. sudden love, for example, claiming the gifts that your ancestors might not have. You use the example of diabetes, for example. So you're bringing that into into divine alignment by being well, in joy. Say, yes, but let me say, let me say, this is what I understand about working with the DNA. Mm-hmm. There's codes and markers in the DNA, and a, a great example is just. You know, everybody has the code for blonde hair, but not everybody has that code turned on, that marker, right? Everybody has a code for blue eyes, but some people have the one for blue eyes turned on, some people have the one for brown eyes. But that's still, we're still just talking about the first two strands. When you get beyond the first two strands, what you start dealing with is, okay, one of the most basic ones that we do, I mean, so basic, is the original divine blueprint, which is also known as the Adam Cadman body. Right now, the collective of humanity has this blueprint. Every human has it and every animal has it. And this original divine blueprint, which that's a really basic, easy one, it does not include illness, sickness, disease, or aging. It doesn't even include that. In other words, it eradicates those things from your experience. And yes, okay, okay. that's linked into other things. So when you say eradicates aging, it doesn't mean just because you get that turned on, you're going to stop aging. No, because aging is entangled with other corrupted DNA and corrupted programming that needs to be cleared out. So it doesn't mean it's just, this is not a pill formula, but it starts awakening your realization. Like, I don't have to age. Not only in your realization, but the embodiment of the knowing, like, I can actually be younger than I, and healthier than I was even five years ago. I can actually age regress. It starts to awaken that knowing within you. And the cells of the body, every aspect of your consciousness starts to follow the direction of this DNA, because that's what DNA does when that code is activated. That's just one example. We can get into some even better ones. I mean, uh, um, when I say better, that's like a judgment word. But, I mean, it's incredible, these codes that are waiting. For example, there's codes that are all correlated to patterns in sacred geometry. So, in truth, you know, yeah, and we know that every everything in our body is meant to conform, so to speak, to patterns of sacred geometry. And in reality, it does. But in the third dimensional reality, in other words, the old paradigm, 
we're not conforming to it. We're out of alignment with that, which is why disease and sickness and illness and poverty and lack and depression, et cetera, that's why those things happen. But when you start activating these codes that actually reawaken, for example, your star tetrahedron, your double star tetrahedron, you know, all kinds of patterns of sacred geometry in your own DNA, your physiology naturally activates that. So now it's like two women having, I say this a lot, it's like two women who live together, who have their period together, right? You Mm -hmm. conform to the right pattern that you're meant to. And every cell in your body starts to conform, so to speak, to these new higher patterns of sacred geometry, which basically, in this example, makes you impervious and immune to sickness. You become impervious and immune to problematic situations and circumstances. It doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen, and it happens gracefully and easily, benevolently, joyfully. So this is another example of some of the codes. I, I, there's endless codes in there. There's yeah. so many codes. We could go, it's incredible. Wow. Yeah. The, that's the new human that we are becoming, the divine human. Yes. It will have these codes. It really is fascinating. And, you know, yeah. there's so many that are ready <clears throat> to activate those codes. And I guess yeah. epigenetics, epigenetics is the science that is actually proving this, that we can yeah. change. And that's done with our awareness, with consciousness on it. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's a combination of consciousness, intention, frequency, and, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. frequency-based, too. So, because I've had people um, say to me, well, when the clock strikes 111, doesn't that mean that my DNA is being activated or stuff like that? And I say, mm, I don't agree with that because you, you, you understand it's, frequency based it's all energetic so it's kind of like if you're if you're in a frequency or an energy where you're walking around on everyday planet earth and suddenly you're starting to be pinged and awakened it's just calling you to higher frequencies but you still have to take an appropriate action appropriate action might be involved in doing activations or meditation or breathing technique or you know going to a healing group or Whatever, listening to Lorraine Galley and Lori Spina talk about this and then participating in the activation, whatever it is. But just looking at the 111, for example, of just saying, okay, I'm activating it. I don't think that alone is enough. It's frequency-based. This is what I'm saying. Frequency-based, yes. And as we know, everything yes. is frequency and new earth is frequency. And so, yes. um, you know, this 3D old paradigm where some could still be grinding out the last vestiges of fear, which I know, you know, here we are in 2019. And as we prepare for 2020, it's amazing because there are still fears that come up and, and we're so finally ready to be done with that. But um, the frequency of those higher vibrations really comes back to love. And yeah, you know, we've heard as well, um, even heart coherence, for example, and the researchers with heart coherence are doing, um, finding 
this new information on DNA as well, that in this open, loving heart is a frequency, right? And so we even know from yeah. Dave Hawkins' work about the frequencies, right? And so, um, you know, love or above, those higher frequencies of love actually radiate out to the world. So that's very interesting, Lori. I think it's amazing. And again, to have your ET experience and have that, it's almost like they were activating that within you. You were being activated. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because this is one of the things that's really interesting is when codes get activated in me, that's always, I always do them before, like I do, and this is part of what we'll talk about when we get to the package, but I do sacred key code activations, right? And codes will get activated and I'm working with them and I'm translating them. I'm making sense of them and what they're good for, how they're going to help us, how they serve humanity in our evolution, how they serve our ascension. And as I'm translating them and making sense of them, I'm coming into the realization, of course, they were there all along, but not all codes can be activated all at once. There's just no way. We couldn't handle that. We can't handle it. We have to integrate. So we activate, we integrate, we make sense. We we suddenly and not so suddenly realize how we're different, how we're evolving, and then it's like, okay, now I can share them. Now I can give them. And that's the whole, that was the whole, for me, that was such a huge part of my my induction experience was that it could all be activated within me enough to do a domino or trigger kind of effect, a domino effect in me, that the right codes would be activated at the right time for me to then integrate, work with, make sense of, and share them. And then that would be another trigger effect for me, which would then lead me to the next codes that I was ready to access. This is what... Mm-hmm. This is what I've been doing, you know. (laughs) Good work, girl. Go for it. That's awesome. All right. So let's talk talk a little bit more about, like, because these codes are even on a cellular level. And this is what's going on for everyone, whether they know it or not. This is what we call the Great Awakening. Talk about these cellular codes. Well, first, let's say this. There are, I think there are shadow codes and shadow implants and implants Mm. some of them are negative alien we can call them the word negative alien old programming corrupted programming inorganic Uh and unnatural to our true original divine blueprint those need to be cleared i want to talk a little bit about them because they are sometimes will give us keep us stuck in what i call looping patterns where we kind of keep yes. having the same experience over and over again, and we can't seem to get out no matter what we do. It's because some faulty, corrupted programming is running in there that needs to be cleared out. And now, with where we are now energetically and in consciousness, it's so easy to clear that stuff out. So for, I want to talk about that a little bit, but the other thing then is all these beautiful codes that are awakening. So a, a lot of people don't realize that every human and every animal has certain codes within us that are as unique to us as our own thumbprint. In other words, we have codes in our DNA that no one else has, only us. Uh-huh. And, and those are unique and original to every individualized being, which is that part is so incredible and so beautiful because that's where you start uncovering the gifts that are yours that nobody else has. It's a paradox because on the one level, everything is available to everyone. But on another level, 
there are certain codes within you that are so uniquely yours, just like your thumbprint, and they're what make you start to realize you're so divine and unique, the original individual expression of creator God, divine source within a body, and this brilliance as it awakens from within you makes you, to me, what it does for you is it eliminates all of those old things like jealousy, competition, greed, even though that was all cleared out in the first place anyway. It wasn't even there. It's just, well, you just become a unique expression of who you are, embracing your so divine, your divinity. That's coded in you. <laughs> you fall in love with yourself, and it doesn't at all feel egocentric or arrogant. It's just more like the greatness of who you are. Your greatness, your fabulousness, that's so unique to you. You know, that's in there, too. So, okay. So, but I'm sorry. So let me just say a couple things about the corrupted DNA, though, that has to be cleared. Because I think this is what's the remnants of that looping stuff and those fuel-based patterns that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And so let's talk, too, if you want to explain, you know, there's dormant DNA. Some call it junk DNA. It's not junk. It's multidimensional, right? So maybe maybe just a little bit or clarify the corrupted DNA. Because that's literally yeah. in our body from the belief systems, right? Wow. Yes, yes. Wow. So the corrupted DNA, that, that typically is only in the first two strands. And that okay. corrupted DNA a lot of times is, that's what I was saying, negative alien implantation from, the old, from our old reality, our third paradigm, our third dimensional paradigm. So that corrupted DNA, a really good example, is divide and conquer. And you see it playing out, Republican, Democrat, my team, your team, whites, blacks, women, men. You know, that's just divide and conquer. My team, your team, you know, Cardinals, Knicks, or I don't even know if I'm saying teams here. But that's, that's divide and conquer programming. And whenever people go into disagreement, debate, um, that, that programming is running in the DNA. We never need to debate. We don't need, we don't need to debate. You're entitled to your point of view. Your point of view is a sacred point of view, just like mine is. There's no absolute right and there's no absolute wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's divide and conquer. That has to get cleared out of the DNA. It doesn't, it's not, it's not necessary in 5D. It's not even a require, it's not even an enjoyable experience. <laughs> you're like, you're not even interested in that, right? So, another example of corrupted DNA is, um, sexual misery programming. So sexual misery programming is typically linked into um, shame around sex, shame of the body, shame of sexuality. It's definitely linked into addiction programming, addiction like entanglement, you know, pornography and stuff. Okay, most lightworkers have that cleared out. But it can still show up if it's not fully cleared out somewhere. It's, it's, it's corrupted programming and it's very deeply entangled throughout the first two strands of DNA because it's linked into multiple lifetimes of experiences, right? So that has to be cleared out. Um, what are some other corrupted programming? All kinds of addiction patterns, addiction programs. That's all corrupted, right? Addiction is 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 linked into a third dimensional paradigm all addiction patterns and behaviors you once mm-hmm. you're really nurtured and in alignment with the divine there's no more addiction it's all what's your addiction to joy <laughs> happiness 
mm. enjoyment, pleasure, fulfillment. I mean, that's the greatest addiction there could be, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Service, contribution to the world. If there's an addiction, that's what it replaces it, right? So those those are examples of corrupted programming. Um, I could go on because there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, more, poverty but... consciousness, it's everything. And um, it's just yeah. programming of growing up in this world, in the old world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poverty consciousness, which is also extremely linked into, um, you know, programs and belief systems, et cetera, associated with, you know, not being good enough, not feeling good enough, worth, self-worth, self-value. All of that needs to be reprogrammed because, mm-hmm. again, we're, we're essentially existing in a, in a dream or even if you call our physical reality, if you don't want to call it a dream, the physical reality that we've been existing in up until now or up until we say 2012 as a, as a marker point in linear time, that old paradigm was based in, in those frequencies. So, yes, we experienced lack. And there was massive brainwashing going on on planet Earth to, to perpetuate that old paradigm. So, mm-hmm. of course, people were implanted. There were a lot of so-called... Um, negative alien influencers, which are not even here anymore. They've been basically escorted off planet for the most part, but, or else they're having to change too, just like we all are, to transform mm-hmm. into love and peace and joy, et cetera. But nonetheless, they, there were programs running and there were all kinds of so-called negative aliens that were perpetuating that old paradigm. Mm-hmm. So this is the corrupted program that we're now clearing out. We're clearing it out. They're not here anymore doing it to us. We're the ones who have to identify and be like, okay, that's not real. That's mm-hmm. not real anymore. Mm. Like, I don't have to go through that experience anymore. Right? So, I could feel this question from everyone. So, how do you program your DNA? You know, you go through this and it's a conscious thing, as you've been saying. But if you wanted to take a specific for someone who has a genetic marker they want to change that what's one way that that you would recommend for them to do it okay well first let's understand the genetic marker if it's something they don't like and they want to change like a disease pattern of of the lineage in cancer for example again the reason it's there is because the gifts of the divine were Mm. not claimed so there's gifts there that's one of the first things is to recognize that there's gifts there that are meant to be claimed. So as mm-hmm. I mentioned with diabetes, mm-hmm. the gift is learning to enjoy the sweetness of life and not just learning. See, in 3D, we're learning. In 5D, we're choosing experiences. Mm-hmm. So if in 3D we're having, isn't that awesome? In 5D, you're just choosing experiences. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to choose the experience of enjoying yeah. the sweetness of life. Yes, so, I love that. Yes, it's not. It's like even in five D, you can be presented with an experience. An experience can present by someone in your field that you interact with. They're having, let's say, <laughs> I'll give you this is a good example. Um, I'm in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm in the land of yes, Sasquatch, and I'm in the town of Sasquatch. So I was meditating the other week in the middle of the woods, and I'm having these yes. Sasquatch connections, but this is all through mental telepathy. It was fascinating. But I walk away from the woods. My dog and I are covered in ticks. I'm like, mm. what the F? Like, okay. So I start pulling all the ticks off. 
and I'm telling a friend about this on the phone in that same night. And she's like, oh, my God, aren't those dangerous? And I said, only, only the fear is dangerous. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in the recognition, in that moment, I could have gone to the fear. I chose a different experience. No, I, I'm in my mastery enough. I know mm-hmm. the energy of all is well. We're choosing health and well-being. We're choosing mm-hmm. youth and vitality. And I've already done enough work to know that I'm impervious to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I have a greater mission here. You know? So, no, I didn't go down that path. But, a, a, an but I, might, I may have, like, I may have screamed a little if I saw a tick on myself. <laughs> well, I didn't like it when I was taking one off my back last night. I really didn't. Ooh. But the point that I'm making is, is this is a great example mm-hmm. of choosing experience and how a fear-based experience presents and a higher frequency choice is made because the choice was conscious and clear to me. No, yes. I'm vibing in health and well-being, joy. I'm choosing health and well-being for me and my dog. See, you we don't even realize a... how we... Go Sorry. ahead. No, no, I'm just, you, you're a master of your thoughts right there. And that's, that's right. In that choice. moment, I'm just mm-hmm. using that as a great example of how in 5D we choose experiences. And even for my animal, because I could have gone to that space of like, oh my God, she got to take bite. No. And I've been taking enough actions for long enough, like my dog, myself, we eat raw, you know, mostly vegetarian, all natural, ideally organic. I take health food supplements. I'm using crystals to breathe in, you know, the minerals. I'm working with the sun, the light of the sun. I'm activating the DNA. No, I don't need to go to that space. That's just not an experience I need to have. Blind. I don't need to have that experience. Not even in my choice range so no thank you no thank you this is what i mean right Mm -hmm. so okay so to go back to your question where you said how would somebody go about clearing it Mm -hmm. understand that experience is a result for me the fact that i can make a conscious choice in that way in that mastery is the result of having activated dna and cleared off those old markers so the first thing when you have something that's presenting or has been in your lineage in the first two strands of something unresolved that is a disease pattern in perhaps your DNA or in your lineage, right? Oh, you have, you have diabetes in your ancestry, for example, is to recognize there's gifts there that my ancestors were not conscious of. And I must become conscious of those gifts And conscious in this case is not just left brain learning. It is embodying the entire energetic frequencies of the range of those gifts. So to go back to diabetes as an example, or even cancer, um, those are two biggies, right? Diabetes is asking you to embody the whole and full range of the frequencies of joy, sweetness of life, joyful living, embodying joy and sweetness, owning it, being worthy and valuable valuable to have it, all of that. Cancer is forgiveness. The gift of cancer is learning to forgive. You don't need to learn to forgive anymore. Let's Let's just activate all of that energy in you. Let's just download it from divine source. Let's just awaken it within you. Let's just have you fully, wholly, and completely embody it. On every level, all layers of your whole body and being, all your consciousness, so you never need to learn it again. And then, at some point in the future, when something presents to you as a master, you're like, oh, I don't need to get angry. I just, I don't even need to forgive. All is forgiven. All is well. All is good. 
Everything's fine. This is what I mean. This is the process we go through, right? So you, you claim those gifts and it becomes part of your whole body's knowing. You don't even have to learn it. You start living it. That's when it's cleared from the DNA. And if it does present again at some point in the future, there's, there's not a choice. The choice is love. The choice is peace. The choice is all is well. Make sense? Beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. All right. So this is where it gets galactic then. So would you say that the dormant DNA as it activates, was there a time when we had it all activated? What happened to make it dormant? Was it really just these um, lower vibrations and the Kali Yuga, right? Mm-hmm. Or what happened? Or was it manipulated? Mm-hmm. Well, that's fascinating. Was it ever activated? On a certain level, it always was, right? On a certain right. level of consciousness, because all that ever was, all that ever has been, has always been and will always be. And we're just vibing into, because I mean, all that ever has existed and will exist has always existed. So from that state of consciousness, where we are now, it's always been this way. But why did it get so corrupted or how? why did we go through that? I mean, that's like we chose to expand consciousness by becoming unconscious. So in order to do that, we had to shut down our own selves. We had to deactivate our own selves. And then what we did was, this is how I see it anyway, we, we put certain keepers, gatekeepers in charge of making sure we were all shut down. We wouldn't use the word gatekeepers for them. We'd call them dark forces, <laughs> dark agendas, you know, old global elites maybe. But they are, in a sense, gatekeepers of their own because they had to make sure the third dimensional reality was intact until 1212, 2012. Sorry, 2012. That was their job to make sure. Even 2000 was really their marker point. They were supposed to be done in 2000. But nonetheless, so they were their own gatekeepers. We participated in the game of unconsciousness. We had to shut ourselves down. We had to turn all this off. We had to allow unconsciousness to expand consciousness. Now, at the same time, we had to have certain gatekeepers who would hold the codes to make sure we remembered and reconnected it all and reawakened it. And that's the true gatekeeper, right? That's the light worker, star seed, members of the indigo family tribes. And we're all reuniting now in our glory mm-hmm. because we're ready to come online and be like, no, I know this is my real experience and I can share it with this vibrancy now because I've lived it myself long enough to absolutely know that it is true. We're not believers. We're knowers. We know what we know mm-hmm. in a humble way, right? Humbly know because we know there's so much more to know that we, that's in the unknown realm that's still unknown to us. But still, nonetheless, this is where we're the gatekeepers and we're awakening it up, waking it up again within ourselves and, and sharing it with one another, activating others so that they have their knowings too. And then eventually we'll share it with others as well. But to me, we did it to ourselves. We assigned dark agenda to keep it from us so that we could play in the game of unconsciousness. And we are also simultaneously the gatekeepers who are awakening it within ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. And so we get a little technical here talking about the DNA. But in a simplest form, it comes back to love, self-love. Yes. And if we can love ourselves enough, then that reprograms and clears the ancestral DNA of anything that is less than that. And that is such a personal yes. journey for each person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Yes. So then the star... And also, I mean, the, the other thing... Oh, yeah, let's, we'll go to the star thing. But the other thing just to understand is that I really think that one of the most wonderful, joyful, and exciting things about the whole ascension process is that every person has very unique gifts. And yes. I know I mentioned this before, <laughs> but this is how we come together because the whole point of... Yeah, um, and, it and it's so comforting for any, there's there's some who get very depressed because they do not feel worthy. And what you just said mm. there about each uniqueness of each person is so comforting because of those DNA codes that each one has. Yes, 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 because we all have our unique individualized gifts. So even if, I mean, not everybody's if, here to activate DNA, for example. Some people are here to do beautiful light language and sing the songs of dolphins, and other yes. people are here to make beautiful, you know, non-GMO organic foods, and other yeah. people are here to do, you know, so it's your passion and your joy that you're meant to bring forward and share with others. So yeah, I just think that's part of the whole unity coming together. You know, that's what we're all here for, to bring our gifts, to awaken our gifts yeah. within them. As and a there's DNA no activator. The, and so there's yeah, no such thing as competition. Other awaken their gifts. Yes, right? I you get can never excited. Have competition in, right. in that reality, and, right? In that reality, right. and so you could have a hundred yoga teachers, and you could still have this uniqueness of everyone. Yeah. Because there is yeah. no competition with that uniqueness. I love it, Lori. Yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. And you also, in the recognition, like, your gifts are coming straight from source and through your connection with source. So as you're really connecting with this source in ways that are good and right and aligned for you personally, you would never feel that competition anyway. Because what is between you and your source, your divinity within you. It's within you. So, yeah, I love all okay. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still working on that then. I'm still clearing a little bit of those last vestiges of rights um, mm-hmm. and, and, and coming from the mainstream television radio world, it was just inbred in us. And so mm-hmm. I guess, okay, so mm-hmm. to, to deprogram that, let's take that for anyone who feels competition. It really is to go more deeply with what you were saying there about each of our unique skills. And when we are aligned inside the inspiration that is received, that we allow to receive, will allow us to express that uniqueness in our own ways through ideas, yes. right? And so I know it's, I'm not too articulate in expressing that, but I get that. We can all do that. I think you were very articulate. You said perfectly. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Kind of went around in a circle there, but I do get that, and so it's beautiful. Yeah. And again, to keep it so, simple, it, it is self-love. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So the other part, and I know you were just going here, is about the star family races. And this part I absolutely love. And this links into the DNA and the crystalline realm and also, of course, the animals. So let's just say, you know, our animal family members and the animal kingdom, they all have so much coding in them and so much consciousness within them about what they're here teaching us, how they're helping us to come into alignment and and especially teaching us how to understand energy and the dynamics of how energy works and energy exchange. So, you know, when our animal companion gets they're 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 the great sponges of life, right? So they're taking on the energy and the behaviors mm-hmm. of us, demonstrating mm-hmm. them to us. They are essentially we don't think of animals as star family races, but they're a very great example of a hybridized star family, like dolphins and whales, we know, you know, they're Syrians, right, from Syria, typically mm-hmm. from Sirius B. And they're teaching us about energetics and, what you know, how the energetics in the water and frequencies and vibrations are helping. To, that's their role. They're teaching us and healing our waters, for example. Our animal companions are teaching us about energies because when we're healthy and well, they're healthy and well. When we are having out-of-alignment thoughts, emotions, feelings, etc. They are taking them on and demonstrating those to us mm-hmm. to help us heal and learn. So, you know, the animal companions who live with us are hybridized in their own way, right? They have higher mm-hmm. learnings and gifts to share with us. So that's a kind of a jump to make to assume that these animals are star family races, but they, they really are. And yes. Another, I love that. I another, really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really are. I mean, you don't really think of dogs coming from the dog star, <laughs> right. seriously, but they, that's, that's what they, they are from. And mm-hmm. we don't really typically think of lions and the lion tribes coming from Lyra and the lion races, but in a sense, they're an aspect of that. Lyran races, lions, and they carry that those codes from those star families. They're embedded in them, so they're, they're sharing them with us in a very everyday way like lions, lyrans, they're teaching partly about great leadership and how to be part of a, a tribe and a community, right? How to care for your community. Mm-hmm. That's part of what they teach. Okay, when we talk about star families, we're usually not referring to animals, but I had to put that in because that is a part of it. That is part mm-hmm. of it. So Yes, and the dolphins, right? And the whales, yes, right? Yes, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But so okay. then we also have our other star families, right? Our other star families that we talk about, Syrians, Palladians, Arcturians, Cassiopeians. I mean, there's many of them that we're starting to reunite with. And the codes, the gifts that those star family races, and those are versions of us, future generations of us, those mm-hmm. generations of us, they have given us codes in the DNA too. So to the degree that we have enough vibrational resonance, in other words, we've activated enough of our DNA and we've come into resonance, a vibrational range that's compatible with them, we can activate Mm. more of the gifts that these star family races have embedded in our DNA. So I just got big chills on that one, Laurie. That's a, yeah, I love it. So let's use another example. We know we have reptilian DNA in us. We know that. Those are star families. Reptilians are star families too. And we have Mm -hmm. reptilian codes. 
So good examples of reptilian codes that are programmed into our DNA, for example, is the sun will burn me. Be careful of the sun. That's reptilian programming. It's not true. So the true human, the true divine human, we need the sun. There's codes in the DNA, for example, the codes of Solaris. Solaris has lots of codes, right? That helps us actually feed off the sun and clears out, we can clear out reptilian programming, for example, that I have to eat animals to survive. That's reptilian programming. To mm. me, it's corrupted. Okay, mm. you, someone might not think it's corrupted. If you're really reptilian, it's not corrupted. It's reptilian programming. I don't want to eat animals. I cleared that out. That's a choice I made in 5D. It's not bad, wrong, good, right. It's just my choice. But when you realize that that's reptilian programming that tells you you have to eat animals or the sun will burn you, if you choose to, you can clear that. Because I don't want the sun to burn me. I want to drink in the sun. I've been practicing living a lot on breatharianism and sun gazing now a lot more since I cleared that programming out and activated the codes for the Solaris in me. That's one example. But other star family races that are way more benevolent, obviously, way more benevolent. Um, all kinds of Palladian codes are in us for love and peace and how to operate peacefully and joyfully and lovingly. And there's all kinds of Syrian codes in us for all about how to use sacred geometry and how to be uh, incredibly masterful in how we do things and how to work with templates and things that are so beyond our everyday knowing as regular humans in the third dimensional paradigm. So those codes are in us. In other words, the codes of our star family races are in the DNA too. And they have incredible gifts to share with us. It's just important to understand. If you're choosing a reptilian lifestyle, it's important to know that the sun can burn you. And you do need to eat animals. But if you're choosing a more Palladian-based, for example, lifestyle, then you will likely want to clear out some of those more, would seemingly be more undesirable to you to eat animals or to get burned by the sun. And you would want to activate more Palladian types of codes within you that are more love, peace, joy, enjoyment-based. And it's the same thing as are you activating blue blue eyes or or green eyes? Are you activating blonde hair or brown hair? It's the same thing. It's just choice in 5D about mm. your kind of experience and the code okay. in you. Make sense? It does. And so that gives us a lot to think about. And there's even reports of people who had gray hair turn back to their natural color mm. and even straight mm -hmm. hair turning curly. Like someone when they were children mm -hmm. had curly hair, they grew up, their hair was straight, and then it went back to curly. So that's quite amazing. Okay, well, mm -hmm. all right, a quick question before we get to the activations for the group. And I'm feeling that starseed mm -hmm. activation of some sort is is um, really appropriate for our group today. But I want to ask about the violet flame. We know that that's such a powerful tool can we use the violet flame to transmute those old corrupted DNA programs? Wow. Well, I, you, I suppose you probably could. That vi the violet flame really transmutes just about anything that that I know of, of, of density and shadow. 
it'll transmute just about anything that's no longer serving you. I never used violet flame for clearing out DNA. I've never done it that way because my the way that I'm trained and everything I do, I'm working with source on that. Okay. But I have used violet flame for many things. I love violet flame. So um, certainly you can, you know, ask, practice it, see if it works. Um, use it for yourself and see, because the violet flame is a powerful tool and an effective tool and a beautiful tool. And obviously, some of the codes in our DNA, many of the codes are correspondent to different rays of light, right? Because we're converting our bodies to light bodies eventually in time. And some of those codes correspond to violet, the ranges of colors of the violet range. So especially once you've got those codes activated in you, I'm sure you'd be able to use the violet flame with even more mastery to do something I like love that, it. Actually. Yes, I love that. Okay. Well, thanks for yeah. sharing on that. All right. Because I do love the violet flame. I use it all the time. Yeah. I literally had yeah, paper fall off it. the shelf um, that I had printed out on the violet flame years ago. And one day it just fell out on the floor in front of me and I've been using it ever since. Okay. Wonderful. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to also just say Kelly on our YouTube channel was saying it's very sad. 13 whales have washed up in the bay where she lives this year. And what's the cause? I know it really is sad. And and what I always say to people is that that is a heart opening. So share the images of that on social media. If it's out there, when we share that stuff, it, it it's not to bring people into a despair of, oh, the negative, but it is actually to open the heart and bring in love more. Lori, do you want to talk about that real quick? Well, I do, but I hope I hope it's okay what I say. This is from animals. What what I got through from this from the collective of the animal kingdom, one of their main requests is to actually not share the bad things that are happening. Although if there's a reason for that and there's a good storyline to it that's helpful I'm not, let me say this in a clear way. Let me yes, please. That what mm-hmm. animals are asking us to learn is that if we're, especially for light workers and sensitives like us, empaths, sensitives, people whose hearts really are really open and we really do love and care, what they say is when you look at painful stories or you share painful stories, you're actually, you people are so sensitive and it hurts you so much that your the resonance of your pain is damaging to us because it perpetuates mm. the pain. And if you share it with people who don't really care, they don't really care. They don't get They're, it. That's their problem. Okay. They so don't get it. So you're not actually helping, not helping. by sharing mm-hmm. painful stories. What they're asking for more and more is to share the positives because that really helps them. So, for example, a few years ago, the in Tonga, the country of Tonga, whales were given the rights of human citizens. They were being, they were legally given rights of citizens. citizens I love it. Of I love it. Now that, right. That's now great. Now that is information to share. You find a news story like that, and then you start posting it everywhere, and you start saying, this is what I want in my country. I want us to yes. all treat whales as citizens, sentient beings. Now that lights you up, and that inspires yes. others, and yes. that brings light. Another great example is 
look how many more, even Tyson chicken is starting to say, no hormones or antibiotics used in our chickens ever. Okay, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I don't know, because it certainly was, wasn't true at some point. But isn't that <laughs> awesome that Tyson yeah. chicken is now making that claim because they have learned <laughs> that they have to do that. They must now start yeah. sharing that news. Yes. And that will inspire more mm-hmm. and more people to start buying chickens that have, rather than chickens from terrible farms. And this will, and this is how we make the change because we're inspiring humanity. And then you put a little note in there like, I will only, you know, if it's a chicken eater, for example, I will only eat chickens that are free from hormones and free from genetics and who are treated humanely on humane farms. Same thing with cows. I've been communicating with cows for years. I mean, so many years. I never, I stopped eating cows at the age of 13. I've not mm. eaten a cow to the best of my knowledge, any cow products since then. Mm. But cows, mm-hmm. their big thing is we don't want our children taken from us. We don't want you to just, if you're going to eat us after we die, at least treat us well. Mm. Okay, mm. good. So start Pretty sharing much. things about how cows are now being given free range and you want all cows to be grass fed and you know, no more hormones. You get the point. I made the point. But that's Thank what you. that animal's yes. asked for. You know, and then this is how we hold our vision of new earth. So thank you yes. for clarifying that. Absolutely. Yes, because yes. it is sad. Okay. Um, but the sad. Uh, can I just say is... one last thing on this? Mm-hmm. One last thing on this, too? Yes, please. I say on almost a daily basis, I choose desire and intent to live in a world where all animals are treated as sentient, conscious yes. beings. All yes. animals. Mm-hmm. I just say that on a daily basis because I understand the power of intention. And I, I've seen how that resonates through the field and how people are waking up and animals in just in my lifetime are being treated so much better. Mm-hmm. That's where we need to put our focus. Yes. It doesn't mean we go yes. to denial. You know, it doesn't okay. mean we don't do the clearing and the healing. It just means we put our focus on what we're creating. So, all right. Okay, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then let's use yeah. the violet flame when that sad story comes up. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Yes. All right, beautiful. Well, let's get activated, sweet sister. This would be beautiful for a galactic heritage or the next phase in that reunion. Yeah, let's... Um... So let's ask for the collective. I'm just going to, um, all right, so we're going to do, we'll do an activation. And then for for this, obviously, I think you're, this community knows that we, you, this is based on free will consent. So you need to consciously participate by saying yes, thank you, or yes, please. And to participate for this, you'll want to not be multitasking, yeah, fully engaged participation. Mm-hmm. So be sitting still somewhere and begin to just start to relax and breathe into the heart center and drop into the heart and allow your heart-centered resonance to connect with everyone, just not even with everyone, just with love, just with the energy of love. And deep, long, slow, relaxed, comfortable breaths to put you into a state of homeostasis, which is a receivership state. And I'm going to just ask what source would like to provide our group, um, knowing also that this will be effective in delayed replay. And I'm getting, yes, Lorenz's request will definitely be, will be honored. So there's two things lighting up very clear, and then I'll get out of the way after I translate it. 
and the first is just to reactivate um, and three things are lighting up, sorry. First is just to reactivate the remembrance of who we truly are, including the original divine blueprint for the true human, the original true divine human, and the remembrance of who you truly are as a collective and also as an individualized being. So that means it's basically two blueprints being activated. Your, our collective, original human divine blueprint and your individual original divine blueprint for your individualized self that's the first piece and source is saying do this one first and then we'll come to the next two parts of what we're going to do one is going to be a a, um, a reunification and then we'll do a, a an activation of your galactic heritage that's the other two so let's start with the first one if you're willing to receive now, you want to drop down, long, slow, deep breaths. Allow divine source, creator, God of all that is to awaken within you this dormant, this dormant capacity, this dormant knowing. It's, it is embedded into your DNA, your original divine blueprint. As for the collective of all humanity, that divine blueprint, and also that which is uniquely yours, uniquely appropriate for you as a unique individual, as is for your highest and most benevolent best. And always, of course, with harm to none. So here I get out of the way. Let it be done. You're breathing deeply. Yes, please. Yes, thank you. Clearing away anything and everything that would stand in the way in any way, shape, or form. There's a little bumpy spots. We just need to move through it. That's okay. Just a little more. Yes. There we go. Just a little more integration here. There it goes, nice. There it goes. Now it's traveling all the way down, smooth like butter now. Just a little more, final, then we're done. Nice, good. Okay. Okay. Good, second piece coming in here now, and this is, which one was first? Okay, a reclaiming of your true galactic heritage, as Lorraine, you requested, and also um, your just an awakening of your star family origin. So this will activate the codes and your dormant knowings of that which is appropriate and specific to you as a unique individualized being and body regarding your true lineage your true ancestry, and your true descendants. This includes the star family origins of which you're connected to, to whom you're connected to, remembering as well that this will not be that which is often referred to by Lori, me, as a pill. This will be an integration which you will come to know in a unique and divine way for you, your body, your life, your living, as is uniquely appropriate for you. 
rest assured, while it will not necessarily and likely will not be revealed to you in a moment, it will be revealed to you in moments of time, which are uniquely appropriate for you. Divine timing, as it's often it's referred to. Divine timing, you will come to know who you truly are, who you have always been, who you are becoming, and who you are linked to regarding your true galactic origin, your true galactic nature, and your own star family lineage. That is this activation coming forward now with your consent. Breathe, receive, consent, and allow. Simply de- de- say, demanding, simply requesting, yes, please, yes, thank you. Let me get out of the way here. All right, a little more. All right, just a little more for integration here. There it is. Good night. Third piece coming forward now. Third part of this particular activation and healing be the reunification for each individual embodiment of your of your sacred soul. All fragments which may be still fragmented, all aspects of your fragmented self now reunifying home to you as a unique individual. Reclaim to you the rightful owner, original rightful owner. Reclaim to you now, fully cleansed and blessed, fully bathed in the divine source, love and light, fully returned home to you with full and complete consciousness of the divine source, the consciousness of divine source, the gifts of divine source, the consciousness, the point of view, the perspective, the truth of divine source consciousness now as these soul fragments, fragmented aspects of you are reunified home to you, reclaimed from you, the original, by you, the original rightful owner. They are, of course, cleansed and bathed in the love and light of divine source consciousness and returned home to you now as a unique individualized being, only as is for your highest and most benevolent best, and only as is uniquely appropriate for you, yes, if you're willing to receive this now. Take a long, slow, deep, comfortable breath. Yes, please. Yes, thank you. Allows the work to be done. Yes. Just notice. Just allow. A few more moments here. Contained within this reunion, in this reconnection, this reunification, is also more of the gifts you're meant to receive at this time. As you reunify, as you remember who you truly are, these gifts will be gently, lovingly, and benevolently revealed to you in right and divine timing. For among all of you here today, there are goddesses awakening. There are masters reclaiming their mastery. 
There are beings walking among you, within you, who are the greatest versions of yourself. Those here to reunify all of humanity, as you well know, it is time. It is time. It has always been time. However, you are at the marker point at this now time that you have been meant to become, that, that you have been meant to align with, to reunify that which is yours. These are the greatest gifts that the divine has to offer here now, awakening within you. Allow them to reveal themselves to you as they will in perfect divine timing and in a way that feels good and right to your life, your living, your body, and your being, in a way that glorifies you, for you are the greatness of God embodied in one, and you are the glory of God. These glorful gifts are yours to claim, and as you have claimed them now, let them reveal themselves to you with the glory of the divine. They are, and it is done, and so it is. It's our great gift and blessing to share these today, and so it is. Okay, we say our, this is the collective of our group, really, and the divine source that has been working today. So it is. Thank you. So it is. Thank you, Lori. Wow, that was really powerful. I hope everyone got a glimpse of their greatness. Uh, I feel electric. I'm buzzing. Um, I really have a lot of energy right now, and I need to just – it's just so beautiful, Lori. Thank you. Um, Certainly feeling empowered. It's very activated. I feel like I'm actually like on a springboard. I feel like it's like um, <laughs> yeah. like like you you poise the springboard to like just and here we go through this gateway of the solstice. It is beautiful. Yeah, this is very powerful. Oh, that's right. Wow. Three days. Three days. Yes. Of the solstice. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. We are we are opening the window of that gateway mm-hmm. and releasing mm-hmm. all that no longer serves. I just love it. Thank you, Lori. All right. Mm-hmm. What a powerful activation there. I would love to have comments from anyone on what that was like or what they experienced. Um, Radhika says it was breathless and what an image. Mm, wonder what that was like for you, Radhika. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good. Well, uh, Lori, if that, that, I mean, that was just a few minutes and we could feel what that was like. And I hope everyone allows these gifts to be further uh, revealed as you step forward yes. on your path. And Lori, you've got more recordings that are encoded with these activations as well. And these are great ways for people to continue what we started here today and work with their own codes, activating their own codes. So let's talk about your special offer. Yeah. So what this is, is, um, these are, you know, I just realized I'm looking at the page uh, where the activations are, and it's it, it's very good what you did, but I thought that um, there would be a little ex- explanation of the code. So now I'm like, oh, I should open that up myself to have that. I thought it would be on this page. But basically what this is is what I've been doing for the past, this is like three years of activations for people. So I always do them on Lionsgate. I always do them on an 8-8 portal. And then whenever else source guides me, usually a triple or double portal date. So, like, for example, there was one that was a 3-3-3 of this year. There's always a lion's gate. We do them on specific portal times. And we're activating these codes. Um, Let me see if I can get my package open. I probably should have had that open because it would have... I'm going to update that 
I'm going to update that page right now too with that so that it's more descriptive um, and then everyone can yeah, refresh. Just, People can refresh. all those codes. Okay, so. so yeah, let me say, I'll say some of them. So first refresh, now I have it open. Lori, refresh your screen now, sweetheart. Refresh that page and see if you okay. see it there. Sometimes that stuff gets Yeah, weird. they're in there. Okay, that's okay. good. Awesome. So, yeah, so <laughs> some of those famous codes, what I just came right on here, it's really cool, right? There's codes of eternity, codes of infinity, codes of immortality, and codes of regeneration. Everybody wants them. I mean, you want yeah. those. Yeah. They're, they're linked in to lots of things. And understand, so what happened when we just did that, if we had another hour, I would have gone into full channel. Like I was, I could have easily gone into so much more child information there. Because it's the divine and the consciousness of, related to the consciousness of our collective that's speaking to the group and the group needs. Well, every one of these calls, let's just say these are seven different calls. All of them are at least an, about an hour and a half, an hour to an hour and a half, the first seven MP3s of pure speed activation calls with these codes are, that are in there. But it's always channeled information that explains them. So every call has me talking for like the first half an hour. Okay, these are the codes we're going to do. These are the codes that were given to me for this call. And for this period of time to prepare humans through our ascension process to awaken our DNA and other codes that we need and gifts and tools that we need to know. And sometimes we have Metatron come in and Metatron, the Metatron lineage is really strong right now because it's massively, the true Metatron lineage is massively in charge of helping humanity awaken. Sometimes we have divine goddesses come in um, and what they want to share in awakening the divine feminine. Sometimes we have the animal kingdom come in and what they want to share. It just, sometimes it's star beings, star family races and the gifts they're giving us, right? One of them, for example, you can see is green Tara. Green Tara uh, activations help us to remove all the suffering from humanity and remove our suffering out of our experience that even if things come up that maybe aren't as pleasant, we don't have to suffer through them. That's a good example. So anyway, the first of all of these first seven MP3s, the first 30 minutes I'm explaining. This is what I got. This is what I'm being told to share. This is what we're going to do. This is what they'll do for you as I'm best able to translate them. Then the second approximately hour of each of these seven MP3s is the meditation, similar to what we just did with the actual activations and any channeling that's come through because the channeling comes through in the activations and benevolence from the non-physical realm come through and share and talk and tell us what's going on and they expand on the activations of how they're going to help us and what they'll do and of course we receive the activations and you can see so many of them listed there I just mentioned a couple of them Merkaba body plasma light codes you know there's always crystalline codes that help us activate the crystalline aspects of our DNA that's what we're evolving into, crystalline beings, right? So that needs to be activated. And all these rays, you talked about violet rays, there's diamond rays, platinum rays, rainbow rays, all of this. I mentioned the Solaris activation, which actually helps us to feed off the light of the sun. That activation is in there. So, okay, there's all those listed. And that's basically what this first seven MP3s are, is seven calls from 
over the course of several years, all these activations are encoded with frequencies. So they're not limited to time or space. They're just as effective in replay. And you just literally, you, you hear it, and the frequencies and the energies come through to activate them within you. They're dormant within you. And you're basically a passive but active participant. You're breathing, you're listening, you're making, you're, you're hearing what it is, and then you're giving your yes to allow it to be awakened within you because it's based in free will. Okay, that's the first seven calls, right? Each approximately an hour and a half. Then you have the extra bonuses. So the bonus of communicating with crystals, that is a three-hour, is it three hours? Let me ask. No, sorry, that's a two-hour call. And that's all about the crystals. We didn't really get to talk about that, but you understand the crystals, which are in the grids of Earth, we know, I know you know this, I know this community knows this. These crystals are storing up codes too. So they're basically timekeepers, record keepers, from our future versions of ourselves, encoded with their own form of codes for more awakening within us. This 90-minute call is about that. It's about communicating and healing with the crystals the crystal grid network, how to work with the crystals, and how to help them use them to awaken within you more of your codes and all about them goes into that. Then the extra bonus, number nine, is a, I believe this is about a two-hour call. I think so. Um, all about the matrix, right? Vibing out of 3D and into 5D. It's a mastery call about understanding the most subtle aspects of energetic shifting, energetic vibration, because if 3D, if 3D is an, is an energy field that is basically vibrationally compatible with fear, right? And 5D is an energy field that's basically compatible with love and peace, service and joy, contribution, right? It's literally every aspect of our frequency needs to change. And it's all about that. It's really becoming master between 3D, 5D, shifting, up-leveling, and anchoring into 5D. Yeah? That's what that's about. And then um, that's that extra bonus number nine. Then extra bonus number ten is a follow-up class to the one we just talked about. It's vibing out of 3D and aligning with and anchoring into 5D. So this is this is really foundational information for understanding the evolutionary process on planet Earth and how to really navigate your way out of 3D and into 5D. It's not like you're going somewhere outside of yourself. You're just energetically changing mm-hmm. your consciousness, right? It's mm-hmm. a great class. For people to really fill in. Most people, when they take this, what they say to me is, it filled in all of the gaps of what I wasn't aware of. It filled in and put the whole picture together for me. That's what people say. Because we know so much now. We've learned so much. But this fills in a lot of this empty space of what you maybe are not fully aware of, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then, yeah. And then um, additional bonus number 11 is the Cosmic Gateway um, Healing Call. That's a healing call. It's brand new. It's really 
this particular call is really all about um, service and contribution to the greater good of humanity. It's really what I call the business of lightworkers. So mm-hmm. it's a healing call, and it is for the whole of humanity. And you, you really learn, you will see and experience through personal experience and participation how we are serving the greater good of humanity, how, how we are so powerful to make change and contribution for the betterment of all with harm to none. It's just a beautiful meditative healing call that really you'll claim your wings. By the way, some of these activations mm-hmm. you claim your wings, right? Your etheric <laughs> wings. There's that's in there. But uh, it's just, it's like, it, it's it's the epitome of the business of light workers. That's what I call it. The business of light workers, beautiful. There's yeah. so much in there. I mean, if you were to add up all the hours of time, it's um, 15, almost 20 hours. Lots of information yeah. there and activations. Wow, that's yeah, it's dynamic. Probably somewhere around that. And, and yeah, it says 22 hours. It. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And I mean, the financial value of it is is well over a thousand. Well over, I'd say, eleven hundred dollars. Um, and today we're offering it at an over 90% discount, 111. Okay, so a, a beautiful package for people to really dive deep into these activations and activate the light body, shift into 5D. Wow, this is a beautiful package, really full there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Just like and a nice. I just uh, say one other thing, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is you'll notice in almost every one of the calls, that we're we're including our animals because animals the animal companions also are going through ascension right and even though they actually have more of their knowing and their intuitive abilities already they're conscious of they also are claiming all kinds of gifts so when we do activations all of these calls are geared to include animals our animal companions so that's a be- another beautiful aspect of the package is that your animals will benefit as well Yes, okay. How many animals are with us on this call right now? I know there's many. <laughs> My cat's here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, well, that special offer from Laurie Spagna is at AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers slash Laurie. Or you could also go to bit.ly Laurie special offer. Okay, thank you so much for that. We really do appreciate the fullness of that package and all of the goodies in there. Those are very powerful tools that we can all use to really step forward into this upcoming year of 2020. And Lori, as we say goodbye, um, you mentioned the 2020 marker. Is that in our DNA as well? Well, the 2020, I don't know if there's a marker for a 2020. I don't, there's nothing that I know of like that that's in the DNA. But what the 2020 marker point is, is when the third wave, this is just my, you know, what I have been knowing from my own higher connection, my connection to the unseen and the non-physical, is that a, the 2020 year is a marker point where the third wave of people who are still very unconscious about this and have no idea this stuff is going on, and have no real interest in it, will start to get really triggered in a deeper way, in a deeper calling to become more conscious and to be more 
aligned with the frequencies of love and peace and joy. So it will start affecting the mainstream in a more conscious way. It's already affecting them. Like they're already being affected by it. They're already noticing like that they want to make healthier choices, for example, or be more mm-hmm. in their integrity or, you know, have higher purpose or things like that. But it's going to affect them in an even more profound, um, extremely conscious way where they become aware that there's something massively changing beyond the everyday. Yeah. Yes. So that's Hallelujah. the marker. <laughs> yes. Okay. And, <laughs> Hallelujah. And so- yeah, that explains the call for all of those who are assisting others to get this as well. That's why we're each feeling this call, but it's really time, like game on more than ever, right? And to really step mm-hmm. up and yeah. begin sharing and really assisting. It's beautiful. And we're seeing that. And we're seeing it because of joy. So I love it. Absolutely. And so one thing as yeah. we close, again, there's a, one last question. DNA tests, I did see this come over in the Q&A oh, box. Yeah. A couple of them did. <clears throat> you know, there you can for $80, you can go get a DNA test. And um, when you do this work, it's very interesting because I'll, I'll share a quick story. Ramtha, channeled by Jay-Z Knight, she did a DNA test. And when she did it two times, when she was just herself, and then another time when Ramtha was channeling through her, and they were distinctly different DNA tests. Have you seen how mm-hmm. DNA tests change when people do this mm-hmm. work? I mean, because if there's like genetic markers, have you seen them disappear off those tests? Well, you know what? I have heard of a lot of stories like the one you just shared. And I've also heard of a lot of examples where children um, are starting to be tested like, Families are testing their children who they know they have crystal children. But I don't know Mm -hmm. results of that yet. They're looking to see. My take on the DNA testing to me personally, and this is all, this what I'm about to say is a little old because it's not really true for our future. But the DNA has all been categorized. The reason DNA tests are so cheap and so available now is that those who are not of the light, Understand what I'm about to say is a little old school thought, okay, but mm-hmm, it's still mm-hmm. advanced information. So they're, they're wanting the DNA because they know that's where all the gifts are, but they're of an old school, darker agenda who don't know that they can do it in themselves. They don't understand it's within them. So they're trying to find these gifts from others. So this is why they're taking, getting as much DNA and all that DNA ancestry, it's all being categorized and replicated and duplicated and you know there's been in other paradigms of reality which we're reclaiming that calling that home to us right fragments Mm -hmm. we did that even in today's call but some of it's been used for cloning and other kinds of things so i'm not like a fan of giving my dna away (laughs) in that way energetically i'm sharing all the codes there's nothing i'm not giving away but on a physical level with an old paradigm i haven't been as much of a fan but the reason I say, I say that's old information because from an evolutionary point of view, that's not where we're going. Where we're going is look at your DNA, see what's in there. What, you know, yeah, how many codons do you have turned on? What's activated? So from that perspective of sharing, go for it. 
and see, because, yeah, Jay-Z Knight, that's a great example. Lightworkers sharing DNA with consciousness to help awaken humanity. That's mm-hmm. a whole other paradigm of reality. And that is true and real. And I get that that's an exciting area for us all to explore. So I'm just offering both viewpoints in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's for your consideration. <laughs> Happy activating, beloved ones. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you know what you could do? Get get the package. That's an awesome thing to do. Activate before. I mean, get a DNA test before. Go into activation. Get all of yeah. them activated. And then go afterwards. Yeah. And, and let me know. I want to know. I want to yeah, hear. and so that's, that's actually exciting. going to be the proof. It is exciting because there are tools <laughs> that will give us that proof for those who need it, and yes. we see how that just snowballs. It's wonderful. I love it. We can yeah. see we can see the changing world, and we can see how you know, like the examples that you gave uh, for people, like for for companies, um, how they have to up their game and get healthier and do things because the masses are now demanding it and we're going to continue mm-hmm. to see that more and more and so I just uh, honor you Lori for your work that you do mm. in this whole process and I honor everyone who's listening in their own journey as they do this because it is beautiful and it's getting really fun so happy mm-hmm. happy activating <laughs> mm-hmm. well Lauren I want to thank you so so much for having me it's been such a joy and a pleasure and an honor and I've just really you. enjoyed our time I did too, yeah, Lori. Thank you. thank you. Your work has um, really developed beautifully in the years since I first met you, and I just so honor that. So thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, Lori. This has been a beautiful quantum conversation, indeed quantum. Mm, thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much, and to the whole community. I'm so grateful. Yes, thank you. All right, thanks, Lori. Again, if you would like to access Lori Spagna's special offer, it is here on this webpage. That webpage is acoustichealth.com slash offer slash Lori. Thank you, all hearts, for being in this activation today and shining your bright light. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart and feel your activation that Lori gave us today. Namaste, everyone.
Quantum Conversation, and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all Quantum Conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.